0: hey everyone thank you for tuning in this is what happens when podcast i am your host kevin wayne joseph hey everyone welcome back here's another episode of what happens when podcast i am your host kevin wayne joseph and today we have a special guest my good friend von von holla at the people
1: yo what's good people man thank you for having me kev you know it's such an honor and a blessing to spread the word man so let's do this
0: I'm so glad you was able to come on. I know we had a couple of uh, conflicts that came up that, you know, prevented this episode from going forward, but um, we're here now to get this information out to the people. So definitely, I want you to tell everybody a little bit about your background, where you're from, and and the type of business that you're in right now.
1: Awesome. Okay. Well, hey, man, I'm Von Cook, and I am from the technology industry, but I also uh, am in the logistics industry. I've been in the logistics industry for about, let me see, about a year, about a year or so right now. And uh, But as far as my technology experience, man, I've I've been in tech almost, corporate-wise, about 10 years now, man, and I love it. I love everything about tech, and without it, shoot, we wouldn't be running fleet along right now the way we do. So that's that, man.
0: Definitely. So I want you to talk a little bit about um, the company you're with. Is, is this an idea that you came up with or is something that you joined on? You talked about, uh, you just mentioned Fleet Alone. Talk about that a little bit.
1: So, Fleet Alone is a dispatch, uh, a freight dispatching agency. And basically, we connect carriers with freight opportunities and dedicated opportunities. Now, you got low boards, you got brokers, you got direct shippers, and we work with all three of those options. Right now, what we're focusing on is we're focusing on flatbeds and dry vans and uh, what's the other one, decks. So those are the type of carriers we work with solely at the moment. Uh, we actually started out working with box trucks, and man, it was a hustle. It was a hustle, but I'm grateful because it taught us a lot, and it allowed, it allowed us to pivot into what we are today, and I'm just
0: grateful, man. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, a lot of people um, want to get into that type of business, you know, like with hot shotting, what um, basically is shipping, but it's logistics. It goes more into just moving, you know, something from point A to point B. And so what, what inspired you to get into that type of business?
1: Well, man, to be honest, my cousin and my significant other had uh, threw the idea by me and I'm like, man, I'm not getting into this. I'm strictly tech. I'm strictly tech. But I took a dive into it, man. Bought a course man, learned any and everything about free dispatching in the logistics industry. And here we are today, a year in, and loving every bit of it, man.
0: You say your significant other and cousin brought it up to you. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of people mm-hmm. don't realize is that opportunities can come from the people that you love the most. Some people talk bad about people in the family saying your family might be the one to hurt you the most, but sometimes those are the people that you need to lean on in order to get to your next level. So when they first introduced it to you and, you know, you wasn't really messing with it, what about it after you, you know, you took your first dive into it, what about it that made you want it to keep going and, and build with it?
1: Um, Outside of doing something new and trying to figure it out, um, I'm a problem solver, right? So I wanted to solve a problem uh, for the logistics industry. Now there's a lot of uh, dispatching companies out there that are really outdated, really primitive, like they're doing things like the old way. And it was I, I felt like it was just the right thing for me to do because I'm I'm from tech, right? I wanted to implement tech and freight dispatching and and combine them into one to make something greater than what's what's already out here. So my objective was to to just make it better, man, to solve these problems, make things a lot quicker, more efficiently for these drivers and just to, to, to do something different from what everybody else is doing. Like I said before, a lot of these companies that are doing freight dispatcher right now, they're doing things the old way. They're doing things like super, it's it's crazy, man. It's like super outdated and it's just, it, it, it doesn't serve them any purpose as a company and it doesn't serve the carrier any purpose because in the logistics industry, you got to move quickly. And if you're waiting on an email to come through that should have came through 10 minutes ago. That's just not efficient. That's not, that's not going to get you to the next step. So that's what got me more inclined into the logistics industry, man. Trying to change it to make it better.
0: Mm -hmm. And you know what I was thinking about earlier when you mentioned um, how you just dove right into it, you took the courses and you just started gobbling up as much information as possible. What was the one thing that excited you the most about going into this new industry?
1: Helping the economy, man. Helping the economy. And like I said, solving problems for carriers, you know, and helping this economy.
0: Bet. And so you mentioned solving problems. What kind of problems that were happening that you knew with, with your skill set, with your background uh, being in IT and that new technology? What's some of the things that you knew that they were dealing with and how that you could help with that?
1: Man, people just like these free dispatchers. Uh, using the wrong applications to do things or not having the right systems in place to to make the job a lot easier for them and to allow them to support the carriers a lot better. You know, there are so many applications out here that we can use, but it's about using the right ones to make your business more efficient and to help the carrier's business flow a lot quicker because what most people don't understand is the freight dispatcher is basically the eyes and ears of the carrier, so if the freight dispatcher isn't efficient they don't have anything systematized and, and whatnot there's no systems man they they can't truly serve that carrier well because they're not organized they don't move swiftly and without organization and swiftness
0: i mean you can't
1: do much of anything so that's that's pretty much that man
0: definitely definitely a lot of people have an issue uh today with efficiency you know and for the most part it's getting paid more efficiently and finding work that's more efficient that that isn't the old way. And I know there are people in just about every industry that's, you know, kind of part of the, the older generations that kind of want things to go back to where they were when a lot of people coming into the office, everybody in traffic. And this whole new thing of working from home is way more efficient, but it also presents its mm-hmm. challenges, you know, and they, they want everybody to be back in office. But, you know, us, the new school, the new generation, we see it as we we can still work, um, get the same amount of work done, if not more, and be in a more comfortable setting. And so um, that, that you bringing that into the, the industry, you, you might spark a whole new um, a whole new revolution uh, coming out of uh, <laughs> coming out of logistics. And so with Fleetalon, um, what, what's some of the things that that you would would share with any newcomers coming into the business um, that want to get started?
1: Document everything, document every single thing, create your processes right off the bat so that you can hire your own people. I would also say stay organized, Um, communicate directly because logistics is a communication industry as well. If you cannot communicate with these people, a lot of things won't process well and you don't want that to happen. Um, Last thing I would say, uh, believe in yourself and that's that.
0: Now, there are some people that um, have issues with believing in themselves, and mm-hmm. I've, I've come across a lot of people that uh, you can tell them how great they are. You can see their greatness, and they just couldn't see it for themselves. Is there something that that you had an issue with that you struggled with coming into this business or just in life that um, helped you to overcome and to get to your next level?
1: Ooh, that's a really great question. Um. I would say communication, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I would say I'm more so an introvert than an extrovert. And being in the logistics industry, it's forced me to talk to more people. And I mean, I still try to shy away from it, but I'm, 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 it's, I'm a work in progress, man. But
0: <laughs> we all are. <laughs>
1: industry, right, man. So being in the logistics industry, you have to communicate, you have to be direct, and you got to build relationships. And, you know, as you know, building relationships requires you to communicate. And that's something that it's helped me, you know, being able to be open to have conversations and and talk to new people. And um, man, without it, without being able to do that, I don't think that I would be moving along as, as aggressive as I am today. So I'm grateful for just communicate being able to communicate with people a little bit better. Like I said, work in progress, but <laughs> it's 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 still we still we still we still getting it together, man. We still doing it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I uh I think everyone needs that grace to grow, and a lot of times people are their biggest enemies. They're their biggest critics. They they feel like they should be in a higher place or further along than where they actually are. And in some cases, yeah, you maybe, maybe you should, you know, maybe you wasted some time doing things that just wasn't uh, fitting for your future, but it, you know, it fits you at that moment that you were doing those things, but, you know, giving each giving ourselves that, that grace to grow and to take our time with doing things the right way and moving correctly and not trying to move, you know, too swiftly. And so that everyone can, um, can be in a better place long-term so um, what new new challenges that, that you have coming up are certain things that you've seen in in this industry that's, you know, unique to yours and, and not like anyone else that you was able to solve?
1: Two things. First one is the current economy and the rate and charging carriers the appropriate amount so that they can profit. That is a tremendous, a tremendous issue right now um, with a lot of freight dispatching companies because you know, carriers don't really want to get dispatches because they need to crunch all the coins that they have and, and keep as much as possible. But in the same sense, you know, they do need help getting moved from point A to point B. So that alone is, I would say, probably the hugest issue that I'm seeing in the industry right now. And also gas prices. Have you seen gas? Have you? I mean, I know you. Are you, do you work remotely or like, no, nah, I'll like be out.
0: I, I I mean, I work for but I'll be out. I definitely know what gas is right now.
1: <laughs> and you in Cali, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So see what I'm saying? Like, you guys have really, really expensive gas rates right now. And just imagine having a diesel truck. You know, that that alone, you know, speaks for itself now. The second issue would be getting carriers to be more open to the newer applications in the new technical age uh, as you know we're a freight dispatch agency we're tech driven so we're moving away from the old and bringing in the new by adding the right applications to allow carriers to be more efficient and the biggest struggle is getting these guys to follow these processes because it's there for a reason it's not we don't create these processes just to have them and and, and that be that it's to make them more efficient but they don't see it in that way they see it as oh it's another application it's technology i don't want to deal with that so those are probably the top two issues i see right now for us within the industry
0: yeah you know eventually you know technology always fades out old old thinking um because new ways new new ways and new um ideas always you know outdate the older things and and people that don't adapt you know adapt or die you know i think uh, i heard that somewhere and um you have, a, you have a similar saying. Talk about that.
1: Yeah, man. So you got to evolve or dissolve, man. And, evolve
0: or dissolve. And that's
1: really what you got to do. Because just like the recession, man, I mean, we're in a, the beginning stages of a recession. And if you don't save your money, if you don't plan for the future, then you're going to be under that bridge asking for coins, nickel, all them coins, you know, nickels, dimes, quarters, pennies, you know. So you got to evolve or you'll dissolve. And that's... That's pretty much what it, what it pans out to be, man.
0: One major company that went out that we both know about, uh, Blockbuster. And practically everyone mm. that'll be listening to this podcast, we all know about Blockbuster and how um, Netflix had a meeting with them and asked them to buy them out, you know, because they were in some uh, some debt and they were literally laughed out of the office. And then a few years later, Netflix is now the top dog. And Blockbuster is, I think they have one store left. That is currently operating. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the future always, always pushes out the past because everything is we are innovative humans. We want to evolve. Mm -hmm. We we're supposed to um get better. You know, your house is supposed to get better over time, your car is supposed to get better. Any processes and any business should get better over time. All right. How would you rate your experience on a scale from one to ten? Ten being the highest.
1: I would say I'm about about a seven, about a seven in, in the freight dispatching industry.
0: Von it sounds like you, you um, more so than just doing freight dispatching, you might be cooking up some ideas on how to, bring, how to bridge this gap between IT and uh, freight. Am I right?
1: Mm-hmm. Let's just say this. We're doing, we're nearly moving towards combining the two because you have logistics. This is a never-ending industry. The economy thrives off of logistics, and then you have technology. This is a never-ending industry. You know, the world, we are like, the world is built around technology. And when you combine the two, I mean, man, you can have some great things. And Fleet is going to be the company to do it. So, yes, to answer your question.
0: So, the company you're working with, Fleet is that your team or a team that was already in place and you just fit right in?
1: Uh, no, actually, that is my company. I am part owner of Fleet Dispatch and Logistics.
0: Big dog. Is in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, the big dog <laughs> is in the building. So um, have you ever sat back and, and thought about where you wanted Fleet Alone to be, you know, in the next two to five years? You know, because logistics will, like you said, it's never in the industry, it will keep growing. Do you see it becoming an international company? Have you have you thought about it going that far?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. First thing, the next two years, I want Fleet Alone. No, Fleet Alone will be a household name. Every truck driver is going to depend on us to help them get their truck moving, whether it's a new authority or an English authority. Secondly, internationally known, heck yeah, because we don't want to just stop in the U.S. We want to take this to Europe. We want to take this to China. We want to take this all over the world and be a household name, like, completely.
0: Yeah, a lot of people, man, they, they, they cut those dreams short. You know, they get where they can get it and they just give it up. But I tell people, man, the, the bigger you dream the easier it'll be to to overcome some of those smaller issues that may seem big now. But once that dream is huge enough and you really, really, really want it, there is no stopping this. There is no stopping that train. And just imagine when you're an international household name, all the many people that you can hire, you know, you can send people, kids to school, um, pay for medical bills, send them to the best restaurants. I mean, everyone wants to work or be a part of something bigger than themselves. And I definitely could see Fleet Alone being something that's so viral that you can't move without it. You know, it's like right now, today, Amazon is one of the biggest companies on the planet. Everyone knows what Amazon is. Amazon has their hand, especially Amazon, Apple, Google, they have their hands in Alibaba. You know, those type of companies have their hands in just about everything and even the ones that we don't know about. And Fleetalong can right. definitely become one of those, you know, Fortune 500, Fortune 100 companies Absolutely. that that change the way the logistics industry works. And I know a lot of people always they look out, they see companies doing big things and they don't think that they can make an impact. But I applaud you. I applaud you, Vaughn, because even though you have some major shipping companies, you know that with your uniqueness and the skill set that you bring, that it can just continue to grow and grow and grow. And then you can, uh, you know usurp that power and be the top dog a lot of people don't mm-hmm. don't believe that far so i want you to give us some some uh closing remarks we come into the end of our time i want you to give us some closing remarks on just just life business something that you know people need to hear
1: again believe in yourself it is very 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 important if you do not believe in yourself your vision your goals man like you wasting your time um, I would say also have a plan, figure out what you want to do, create your plan, follow your plan, Co- execute your plan okay? Lastly, um, stay learning. you know there's always something new for you to learn each and every day and that'll just make you better over time and And last thing I would say is get you a mentor, someone that you can bounce ideas off of, and just get that guidance that you really really need in order to uh, expedite your success process
0: that's big facts those are some big facts because people that that are winning they want you to win as well so if tell everyone where they can find you at because you know a lot of people wants to hear this and they want to join the industry you can find me on instagram at i am von cook
1: that's i a m v o n c o okay and uh shoot me a dm
0: there you go as simple as it is i want to thank everyone for tuning in this has been another episode of what happens when podcast. Yo. Chase after your dreams, go hard, and don't stop until you get what you know you deserve. Peace.